Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Duke and your host. Thanks so much for joining us on the program today. Uh, we are really grateful that you are able to spend some time with us. It's always nice to to know that people are listening uh, on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, TuneIn Radio, where the podcasts are. Uh, we've got uh, quite a number of listens. As a matter of fact, since d- January 1 of uh, nine, uh, 2018, and that is uh, <laughs> over three years ago, we already have 33 thousand fast approaching 34,000 listens. Now I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not sure what that means. All I know is that's what we've got. And then we have a whole 24, presently 24 subscribers on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. And we also hope that you will go to our guest website. I will be giving that out in just a moment. And also a reminder, we are here uh, on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at those times, as well as 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for the special edition of Tell Me Your Story. Hope that you will join us for all that. We also hope that you will uh, take some time during this decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, to go within, spend time listening to that still small voice, uh, finding that quiet, peaceful, calm space that helps you to sort of re-energize and rejuvenate uh, so that you can get back into the swing of things, as it were. We hope that you will do that. And if these programs resonate with you, I hope they do, we want you to join us. Uh, We want you to join us financially if you can. That's why we have a PayPal and Patreon account for your security as well as ours. And we want you to um, do what you can to help us out in that regard. Uh, with whatever amount uh, you can uh, you can muster, my guest today is uh, uh, Brandon Beecham, and he has a book out called The Golden Key, and we're going to talk about that. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Ah, pleasure to be here, Richard. Thank you. The Golden Key reminds me of uh, Charlie and the uh, Chocolate Factory and the <laughs> Golden Ticket. Ah, I like that. That's that's. Uh, that comparison doesn't hurt my feelings at all. But I'm, here's I am a fan. here's the interesting kicker with that, and that is that instead of only a select number of golden tickets, mm. uh, everyone <laughs> can have a golden key, right? I would definitely agree with you. Indeed, it's it's one of those things where you know, basically in this book, the the. Uh, you know, whereas the golden ticket is there's a scarcity. I'm really saying, you know, the, the subtitle of the book is Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. There's infinite abundance at our disposal uh, if we know how to align with it. That is the kicker so. right there. And I will tell you that and I'm not alone. And you have probably been here before. Uh, as I should I say, you have been here as well. Uh, and that is that. Just when I think I have figured out how to make all of that happen, something comes along and just pulls the rug out from underneath. Now, I guess I should jump in here with um, what role does, as I mentioned earlier about uh, the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, what role does our intuition play in this process? Mm. You know, I had someone on my my podcast a few weeks ago. Positive Head is is the name of it. I who was the guest? Shoot, I'm blanking on who said it, <laughs> but it was really really profound. I loved the 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 perspective, and it was that intuition is actually our 
the highest form of intelligence because it takes into account all of the, um, you know, all the different data points, all your experiences in this life, you know, are, are factored in and all of the information from, you know, beyond what we're, we can perceive is being factored in from your higher self or whatever, however you want to refer to it. Uh, and when you take those two things and synthesize them together, you get your intuition, which, you know, as a result becomes the, the, you know, highest form of guidance that, uh, you can, you can really utilize. Well, you know, I've, I've struggled. I'm sure that I'm not alone. Others have struggled uh, as uh, we talk about this with, this with this whole process. I mean, it's like, okay, I am not a, I don't consider myself to be a greedy person, but, you know, I, I'm getting tired of my bank account going back down to zero every, every few weeks. And then I build it back mm -hmm. up again with the paychecks and this and that and the other. And then it goes back down to zero a month later, and then we go back. And sometimes it goes below zero, uh, which the, generates even more negative negativity in that respect. I've never mm. fully, and then maybe it's because since I've been doing these programs, I have not understood how financial institutions think that by penalizing you, uh, what used to be maybe 15 bucks, it's now $30, every time you have a transaction that, that is, puts you in the negative numbers, how that helps you. Mm. Now, it certainly helps them, you know, mm. and I understand yeah. those are the rules. I get that. Okay. But it's like, how is that helping? Yeah. Well, I don't think their aim is to help you in that case. And their aim is to uh, self-preserve. And they're seeing that you've done something out of bounds and therefore there needs to be a penalty. And they only, they only think in terms of, you know, dollars and cents. So yeah. if they're going to penalize you, it's going to be uh, monetarily related. So, um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's really an interesting dance because it's one thing to, to, to understand all the stuff that's outlined in the book. And it's another thing, me included, I always say I, we teach best what we most need to learn. Yeah. And, um, it is, uh, another thing entirely to, to really apply, uh, you know, the perspectives and, you know, Monetary abundance is really just one form of abundance. I wouldn't even say it's the most important form of abundance. Uh, you know, time, health, uh, certainly arguments can be made that they're more important because uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a billionaire out there right now who's not in the best of health that would trade everything to have your level of health or my level of health. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where we put so much importance on it, but really it's all kind of funny money. It's monergy. And, um, it, it, once you start playing with the idea that it can, it can, you know, we've seen it, I'm sure you've seen at some point you, you mentioned your bank account going to zero or below zero. And I'm sure you've also seen like, Oh my goodness, I just had something really unexpected in a good, in a good way happen financially. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and so it can go all directions. And if we learn to become, you know, the, 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 the eye of the storm, as all of these things play out and we learn that, that, you know, okay, at the end of the day, I'm tapped into, it's all a part of me and what's for me will be for me. And I can, I can not react so much to the, the ups and downs of it all. And instead, you know, I think there's this, is a Sufi saying that says the, the shortcut, something to the effect of the shortcut to uh, tapping into more abundance is being grateful for what you already have. Mm. And so 
And, you know, these are the things that start to help ship, shift your perspective. And what's funny is as you shift your perspective around these things, I mean, today's a great example. Uh, it, you know, as we record this, if anyone who's involved with cryptocurrencies is definitely reeling today, it's they've just absolutely tanked in the last couple of days. And so, you know, you can tell a, a story around that, like that's really, really painful, or you can, you know, sort of uh, watch the ebbs and flows of, of reality do its thing and know that no matter what comes, there really is no security. And at the end of the day, you know, that that's what we are. We are in, you know, it's, it's like Terrence McKenna's uh, quote that I love. It's like, you, you know, at the end of the day, you have to jump in the abyss and what you find is it's a feather bed. It's, it's you are infinitely supported and you're meant to go through all kinds of ups and downs and not being so attached to the, the, you know, ebbs and flows of it. I know that as a, a young broadcaster <clears throat> working, uh, I, I started out at a radio reading service for the blind and visually impaired, and uh, mm. I was working uh, under what's what was then called work study, where you got paid mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. as long as you were going to school and, you know, so forth, you got paid a certain amount, and usually it was a little more, sometimes more than minimum wage, but I think there was a set amount. <clears throat> and um, I was working for this radio station, and then I got the job at this Christian radio station. I figured a job is a job. What the heck? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, of course, a lot of people that we would hire there at that Christian station, they would complain when it was time to clean the bathrooms. Now, we worked at the mm -hmm. transmitter site, so we collectively had to keep the place clean because we were the only ones. We didn't have a cleaning service. And they would say, oh, you guys don't pay me enough to do that. I'm sorry about that. But uh, the job description when we hired you was <laughs> clean the toilets because mm. I do it. Well, <clears throat> um, one of the other aspects, of course, mm. people complained about the rate of pay, how cheap the, uh, cheaply we were paid. Mm. And I started looking, that, looking at that and thinking, you know, okay, I could go down that road, you know, feeling the same way, feeling like, you guys, I'm going to take this and I'm going to take that. There was a story on, um, I think it was CBS uh, News, radio news, uh, back then, and uh, Motorola was laying off like a thousand people because mm. they had just done an audit of materials in their warehouse, in their factory. And they were missing about a million dollars in materials. Wow. And the only conclusion was people were pilfering. Yeah. And so they laid off a thousand people. And odds are the thousand people they laid off had something to do with the pilfering. If they didn't pilfer, they knew the people who were. So they were mm. sort of complicit. And uh, so I thought, well, wait a minute. And I was given an opportunity to do interviews uh, seven between, between 7 and 8 o'clock in the evening. So I would record them. I wasn't going to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning, evening. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'd record them. So I'd be setting up interviews uh, both for public affairs as well as for a program that was called Fast Forward. That was my original program in that regard. And I began to take a look at that when it came to abundance and prosperity. And Brandon, the thing that really struck me was that I was being compensated by the universe. And I learned mm. that there's, there is a law of exchange in the universe. You cannot fight it. And the way that it works is there is always an exchange. And it may not be in the form you think it should be in, right? Right. Absolutely. It, 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 will, it, will, come, it will come around in some way, shape, or form being attached to exactly how, uh, you know, abundance needs to flow is, you know, having a healthy sense of detachment around everything. I think expectation is fine, but it's when we get overly attached to 
you know, all the dirty details of it. And so absolutely agree. It's like, you know, I've seen it time and time again, if, if what I'm doing, you know, and I believe as in the new world that we're entering into, as we emerge from the COVID chrysalis, as I like to refer to yeah. it, it, it is more important than ever as to what your intention is with what you're doing. So if you're doing something with the intention to, um, you know, it's a pure, it's a good, it's a positive intention, then you can relax regardless of what those results are, knowing that, you know, it, it's, it's going to manifest whatever the results are, are going to somehow reflect the energy that was put into it. And so, you know, our, our job, a lot of times I think is we think we've got to have all the details figured out. Really the only job any of us have is to manage our vibration, I believe. So to, 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 to get into vibrational alignment with what you want to see more of, you want more abundance in your life. Well, you know, what, what are, how are you doing things that, uh, that are aligned with telling the universe that you are abundant as a creator being, you know, are you doing things that are retractory? Are you doing things that are expansive? You know, it's like an acorn. If you take it and you put it on a shelf, it's not going to grow into its full potential. If you take it and you put it in the soil with the right sun, with the right water, it grows into this oak tree. That's the abundance that's within us waiting to flourish when we create the right conditions for it to do so. Now, uh, you are considered, or I should say you are actually self-proclaimed, the within-fluencer, the within-fluencer. <laughs> I like, I love playing with words. I don't believe in coincidence. I do, however, believe in coincidences, things that mm. coincide. You're also mm. a leader, a thought leader, DJ, as well as uh, bringing together and putting your own spin on ideas from countless thought leaders from the worlds of science and spirituality, from Lao Tzu and Jesus of Nazareth to Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and Greg Braden, both of those gentlemen we've had on this program, Abraham hmm. Hicks, and uh, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. And you also mix and expand on the wisdom of their work to craft an epic and poetic, ex poetic exploration of what you term the ultimate natural nature of reality. What is the ultimate nature of reality? Great question. Great question. <clears throat> and um, yeah, how do I answer that concisely? I think the easiest way to say, you know, what is the ultimate nature of reality? What is the nature of the situation in which we find ourselves as, as humans? And I believe the ultimate nature of reality is we are one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. And as a result of that truth, everything you look in, everything you perceive is an extension of self in some way, shape or form. So all is literally one act accordingly. If we can start to understand that, you know, science has shown that, you know, uh, basically you look at me and I appear solid and really the particles that make me up are 99.9999% space. What we call solid is actually vibrations of energy popping in and out of existence. It's all, it's all vibrations. It's all a light show and it's all extensions, just like we know it is all one physically, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the particles that make you up, the atoms that make you up were once a star that lived its young, you know, it's, it's childhood, it's, it's young adult life, it's middle age, old age, it died, a fiery death exploded, it's guts strewn outward across the cosmos and reformed into Richard Dugan at some point. And here it is, you know, this, 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 the same stuff, right? Uh, basically showing itself in a different way. 
And that is what is, uh, I, you know, as above, so below. What's happening physically is what I believe is also happening from the non-physical dimension. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we weren't created when we came here. We have, we, we died to the, to the non-physical and were born into the physical in a sense. In that moment, we came in with amnesia and we've forgotten, you know, who and what we are. Uh, fully, although some and more ever increasingly people are starting to re-dash member, come back together and realize like, oh, hold on, I'm one with it all. What's good for you is good for me because you are an extension of me. Mm. And so that becomes the the real game when you start tapping into the ultimate nature of reality that, that everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. There's only one of us in the room. And, you know, all these things are great theoretically. Uh, a lot of stuff, in, in like in the book, I support with, with science and things like that. But at the end of the day, what kind of results does it get when you apply these concepts, right? That's really the, the you know, that's really what tells all. And what I found when you start applying the idea that all is one, act accordingly, and you do so from a well-intended you know, I, I call it the good kind of selfish. You know, if I, if I realize that doing good for you actually benefits me because you are me in, in, in disguise, then, you know, it, it, um, you know, it's, it's, it's self-serving in a very good way. And so that really becomes a game. Brandon Beecham is my guest. And, uh, we are talking about, uh, the uh, golden key. The golden key is the title of the book. And you can go to the to goldenkey.gift, G-I-F-T, another one of those new, um, I'm not even sure, it's like the dot-com and the net thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. It's a brand new along with dot-tv and those kinds of things. But it's goldenkey.gift, and you can go there and find out more about uh, what he is doing, the work he's doing, as well as... Uh, the book, it's also available in audible format, which is really, really cool. You'll be able to sit there and listen to him uh, present uh, the, the, the words that he has put down on paper. Hope that you will do that so you can unlock more abundance. As we talk more with Brandon here on AM 1290 KZSB and this program called Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And as we continue here, Brandon, you wanted to add something to what I made a comment in the last segment. The idea with the golden key, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance is, as I just spoke to, look, you know, as Gandhi said, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. Mm -hmm. Why does that hold true? I believe because there are no others. So when I wrote this book, I wrote it as what do I think would be the most beneficial thing I could do to help our planet transition in this very trying time of our, of our evolution. And that is distilling this, you know, this wisdom, uh, that I've spent 25 years of deep exploration, uh, you know, working on and working through myself in three hours to listen to, you know, audiobook or a hundred pages to read. And also I thought, well, what's the most abundant thing I could do? What if I gift the book instead of going the, the traditional route mm-hmm. of traditional publisher, I have decided to allow people if they have a golden key code, they can, they can get access to the audio or ebook or, or both. So they can do that with uh, the gift code. Tell me on goldenkey.gift. If you put that in at checkout, then you can, you can get either or both for free. Oh, fantastic. And uh, tell me is the key code for this program. We hope that you will uh, will take advantage. Now, is there a space in there? Do I? I, I really, we, we want to be clear here because you know how web addresses are. <laughs> Two words. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All right. Very good. Very yep. good. No, all one word. 
All one word. Oh, it's all one word. Okay, tell me is all one word. Okay, so that's the key code. Go to goldenkey.gift and uh, order the book. Go through. When you get to checkout, it'll ask for a promotional code of some sort, and then you'll type in tell me, T-E-L-L-M-E, no space there, and uh, you'll basically get it all for free, and then you will be able to... Uh, expand your abundance that will uh, probably uh, transform in many different ways. You know, that's one of the other things, too, that whenever any uh, anything happens in the way of um, uh, I might be doing a project for somebody, you know, they've sort of uh, word of mouth and uh, uh, word by contract uh, uh, ask me to produce this, that, or the other thing for X number of dollars. Or in exchange for what product or service they might provide. And I still consider that, I, yeah, I would really like to do that or have that, but, you know, I don't have the coinage. Oh, okay, well, we can do, and some would say, well, that's called a barter. Well, we can call it whatever mm-hmm. you want. That is still prosperity. That is still abundance. Sure. And Absolutely. Do you, yeah, think, I think do, you think get, do you think people get caught up in the uh, expectations? I know you said there really isn't anything wrong with that, but... Doesn't that get in the way sometimes? I mean, some don't we just need to kind of free our minds? And as the phrase goes, become part of the process. Don't try to control mm. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Expectation. You know, some people will go as far to say expect, expectation is the enemy. And I don't go that far. I think expectations are good as long as they have a healthy sense of detachment. Right. You mentioned Abraham earlier. Abraham says this or something better. Mm -hmm. So the way I approach everything in my own life, I really, really resonate with that. So it's like, oh, here's a thing. Here's a direction. Here's an idea of what I would like to call in based off of my limited uh, amount of information at my disposal. Um, And knowing that there is a much bigger um, you know, narrative playing out than I've, I've been able to account for. And, uh, you know, I think of my higher self can see the chessboard from, you know, zoomed out many, many, many fold. So can see moves way different than I can. And so I'm going to make the best decisions I can with the information I've got from where I'm at with my, my human. And, uh, and then we'll, uh, you know, if, if what I set out to call in is not fully realized, one of the keys in the book is trust the mystery and I trust the mystery. Oh, okay. This didn't happen. Uh, great. Because I really wanted this to happen and this looked very appealing to me. And I realized it didn't happen because there's something even better aligned for me. And wow, how exciting. And that brings in the childlike wonder, which is such a important part of manifesting anything in your life, you know, Bible, I, I don't quote the Bible often, but when I do, I love the, the scripture, uh, lest you become like a child, you can't in, enter the kingdom of heaven. And that is really the thing that playful, curious, open-hearted, non-attached, you know, approach is the, 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 the way when we're overly attached, what we, when we're overly attached to something, we really push it away. Mm. And so, you know, learning this, art of manifestation, I think is the the great new art form as we learn how to really manage our own vibrational offerings. And, um, it's, it's, it's nuanced. It's a dance and it takes, it takes some, some practice to be sure. The golden key, modern alchemy, and it's a modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. What 
form of abundance would you most like to unlock? We'll continue talking about this as we talk with Brandon <clears throat> uh, Brandon Beecham here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, and uh, we are here to give you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. With New Paradigms for a New World, I'm Richard Dugan along with uh, Brandon Beecham, and uh, he has a wonderful book that uh, we certainly hope that you will at least uh, check out to unlock more abundance. You can either do it, as he mentioned earlier, in three hours or 100 pages. You can do it via Audible, which is fantastic. That's the three hours. The Golden Key, um, it's Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. Uh, and we hope that you will do that. We want to congratulate you folks for uh, for listening and watching via either Sound SoundCloud or the podcasts or the uh, broadcast uh, special edition on Tuesday, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. or the video cast on YouTube, the YouTube channel. Tell me your story, Richard Dugan. And if you are hearing this. Uh, or why and or watching this, you are ready to unlock the infinite abundance that is your birthright. And I'll tell you what, uh, you will. Uh, uh, Brandon will help you do so by imparting the eight keys to abundance uh, that uh, basically he has uncovered. He mentioned earlier over 25 years of deep exploration. And so, again, you uh, go to his website and you put in that key code, which is. Uh, which is, tell me, one word, tell me, uh, in when you are checking out and uh, get the book, and uh, whether it's the print or audible. And you also have other things available as well. Uh, these, this style of key that you're using, the imagery, is one of these old style, they call them skeleton keys. Uh, why, why did you choose mm. that? I like it. No, no criticism either way or, or judgment. I think it's a great choice. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I, I think that's a great and unique question. So I actually share in the, in the um, book, uh, one of the things I talk about is as you start to tap into more of, you know, uh, sort of your human merges with your higher self, which is, is more access to more information, more insights, more abundance, right? More wisdom. Uh, one of the things that starts to happen is synchronicities tend to unfold more and more often. And these are, you know, I believe a synchronicity is showing you that you're on, on track, you're on your, you know, highest timeline. You're, you're, you're really, you're, you're, you're doing it well, you're doing it right. You're on the path. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of synchronicity in my life. And so I, you know, I always take that as a good sign and I always bring that childlike wonder to it because it, it's always so fascinating. So and exciting. And this key is one of those stories. So uh, as I share in the book, I uh, had a dream about the book and the unique way that I'm marketing by gifting it. And then when people play the golden game, which is outlined at the end of the book, which invites them to choose any price to pay for the book, I then will share the abundance that flows into it with all the people playing. And it's just a way to practice what I preach. So I have a whole unique way I've, I've approached this, you know, uh, the distribution of this book. And then I, I you know, after ha coming up with the dreaming about the idea, um, I then went and searched, has anyone used the name Golden Key? Uh, I found uh, that there indeed there was uh, a guy named Emmett Fox in 1932 wrote a well-known essay called The Golden Key. And it's very, and when I saw his description, 
uh, I got chills because it was very in this playful gamified way. I dare you just try it and see for yourself, except it's a hundred years ago. Right. And then I went to my good friend who is a visionary artist, one of the, you know, most revered visionary artists in the world. And I, I went to him and said, look, I've had this dream about a book and him and I have had some really, you know, great synchronicity unfold together in the past. And I, I thought of you, of course, to possibly do the the artwork on the cover. Uh, however, I know your process creating your art is usually, you know, a, a lengthy one. Um, but, you know, I just, I wanted to reach out and see, would you be open to helping me to create the artwork on the cover of the Golden Key? And after I gave him the whole, you know, spiel on what it would be about and how it came to me in a dream and all this, and he goes, okay, are you done? And I'm like, yep. He goes, okay, now are you ready for my story about it? He's like, I had a dream several months ago where I was at, I, I run a communal property in LA called the Mystic Manor. I was at the Mystic Manor and it was such a powerful dream. I, I took notes here. Let me read it to you. You know, he got out his dream journal, started telling me he was at the Mystic Manor hunting for the key to everything. And he, in his dream, you know, he tells me this elaborate tale of hunting for the key to everything at the Mystic Manor. And he was so inspired by the dream when he woke up he started working on the image of a key painting and, uh, you know, first drawing and then going to painting a key. And so when you, you know, when I came to him months later asking, would you create the cover art for the golden key? He said, well, I started it several months ago when I dreamed about it at your house. So that gives you a little insight into how and why I landed on this image. And then of course you see in within the golden key, uh, there's a heart and there's an infinity symbol. So, you know, essentially, referencing the infinite love that is who and what we are at our core, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just, I think it's really neat when you incorporate this kind of symbolism uh, that in some cases is hiding right there in plain sight, unless you take the time to really look at hmm. what is there, you're going to miss it. And uh, <clears throat> it's really, really uh, a, a lot of fun to to cons to basically contemplate these kinds of things, as we always contemplate here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, here with Brandon Beecham, and he is uh, here to discuss with us, as he has been, the golden key. It is modern alchemy uh, to infinite prosperity and abundance, and we hope that you will pick up a copy at goldenkey.gift, and when you go to check out, you are going to enter into the promo code or the key code uh, for, uh, field, tell me, one word, tell me. I just did it, okay? And boom, voila, there it is. Uh, I'm good to go. And then you can then participate in the program of sharing, sharing the golden key with others uh, by creating your own golden key phrase, if you will, or uh, term and so forth and so on. So we hope that you will do that and stay with us here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, and uh, we are here giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And Brandon Beecham is our guest here on Tell Me Your Story. He is trying to help us all to fulfill our dreams. But uh, let me ask you, when I watched the, uh, the video, the DVD of The Secret, and then I was doing interviews shortly thereafter the, of its release, uh, one of my guests made the comment, Brandon, that they left something out. And that something that they spoke of was, how can you be sure that what you want, what you want to attract to yourself, mm -hmm. once you've learned the key, so to speak, 
is really in your best interest. Mm. Uh, is that where our intuition comes in and where we need to discover our life's purpose of, uh, of a sort? Mm. Great question. And I think the secret, you know, got a lot of, a lot of attention, both, you know, positive and negative of a lot of controversy around it too. And people questioning, you know, what, so you're telling me I just sit in the corner and think about it and it's going to magically appear. You know, I believe law of attraction that the key word in there is action. Ah, <laughs> and, uh, very good. and, and so it's, you know, I talk, I do, I break this down in the book actually. So when you're looking at what you attract into your life, there's a lot, it's, it, there's a lot that's going on there. What, what, what sort of vibrational offering are you currently making around what you're calling in? Mm -hmm. What was your vibrational offering last week, last month, last year, 10 years ago, previous lifetimes? What is your dharmic path? So all these things are like a, a pot you're getting thrown into the pot of experience that you're cooking up. And so uh, sometimes you're like, oh, I created that and I, I set out to create that. Wow, that felt good. Oh, I set out to create that and I got something totally different. It's because there's, there's so many layers to what's actually coming out in the, in the manifested product, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the really important thing, thing is, is, as I stated earlier, is you, you set the intention with all the information and, and wisdom that you have and desire and ex follow that excitement, follow that intuition and, and do your best to go the direction that you think you should. And then know that very often it's going to show up in ways usually different than you imagined. And there may be a different lesson there than you knew you needed to have. You, you know, we're playing this game from with, with very limited lens. <laughs> and so, you know, it becomes imperative that you don't get overly attached to any of these, these expectations. Right. And it's just right back to that same thing. I, I know, you know, a master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because they know it's exactly what they need to take them to the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. A smooth sea never made for a skilled sailor, and we all came to be skilled sailors. So, of course, you're setting out to 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 have a a, a smooth journey over the the ocean. But guess what? There's there's other things that are playing in here. Past all these past vibrational offerings. What's your dharma? What lessons did you did you did you write in pre? pre-coming here. I think it's a, a dance between sort of pre-planned things versus there's so much wiggle room in between. Like, I believe there's many timelines and potentials for my character, my avatar, Brandon Beecham. There's probably not too many timelines where I was the center of the Los Angeles Lakers, right? Wasn't really a dharmic path for this person. Maybe I could be wrong. Now I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I know I'm never say for sure, but most likely not. You know, I remember the first time I had an intuitive reading. The woman said, I see you in a cold place like Chicago working in business. I, my jaw hit the floor. I was planning to move. I was in Atlanta when she gave me this reading. I, I was planning to move to Chicago after college and work in business for my uncle. And she said, I see a whole nother path in California and music. Year later, I met someone from California. I had formed a band. And here we are many, many years later. So it's uh, potentials, right? There's potential timelines for all of us. And we choose which one we step into with our vibrations. In that moment, I think she was seeing the potential Brandons and what I was close, my closest choices as I sat in front of her. And so, you know, that that's really some insight from my perspective on how it all cooks up and plays out. 
And how does this then play into our inner life? Mm. Well, um, it, it, it plays in greatly because there is no out there, out there. Out there is showing up as a reflection of in here. Mm -hmm. And it, so it, it, it's so important. It's that the one thing you can control is how you proact as opposed to react to situations, mm -hmm. how you deal with it, right? How are you showing up? You know, most people do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. Well, if you be something like happy, you'll find yourself doing and having things that are a vibrational match to that because you are a creator and that which is like unto itself is drawn. So, you know, understanding, hey, I'm the creator and created rolled into one and I'm doing a dance here with my higher self and they, some of the tasks are handled there, some are handled here. My only job, we all have many different paths, many different dharmic paths, but the one thing we have in common number one thing we can do to affect our, our experiences is manage our vibration. Mm -hmm. So if I'm allowing things to throw me off, you know, Mike Tyson said it well, he's like, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you have that plan, right? But get, know that the universe is probably going to punch you in the face at some point. And then, but what happens over time, you get a little more stable with your non-reactivity, a little more stable, a little more trusting. You know, no matter what comes, I'm an eternal being that's always been and always will be. Change is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. What else really matters? If I don't like something, oh, good. Because it's one thing for sure. It's going to change, you know. And, 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 and then knowing on top of that, it's happening for me, not to me. It's, it's, it's an experience that is coming into my field because it's going to make me stronger. They did a test with trees where they took them and they grew them in a perfect environment. You ever heard about this? No. They grew these trees in a perfect environment, perfect soil, perfect light, perfect everything. And they were puzzled because they kept falling over. They'd get to a certain stage of growth and they'd fall over and, you know, obviously not thriving. And they finally figured out what it was. You know what it was? They're missing no wind. Wind, wind created... Uh, the sway created pressure, created bark to grow as a, as a, as a defense mechanism. It had to, it, it, that's what made it strong <laughs> was mm. those things that the, the, this, the, 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 the trying thing was actually what gave it its strength. The adversity so when you, you understand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's what's happening with us. We, we came here to get stronger and, that's going to mean more and more situations that test that strength. But just like you go to the gym and you start adding more weights on the, the barbell, you know, that's kind of uh, the dance. And, and, and on the other side of that is you get the benefits of the increased strength and flexibility and health and happiness and wellness that comes with, you know, navigating it gracefully. All right. Now, you just said we came here to do this, to, to de deal with the challenges or the adversities or we'll call it the metaphorical wind or winds. Mm. Um, John Denver has a great song about the wind <clears throat> uh, and uh, talks about nature and Mother Earth, Father Wind and our Father Sky, if you will, and, and these different things. And uh, Brandon Beecham is my guest, and uh, we are talking about uh, the uh, golden 
key. And you can go to the to goldenkey.gift, G-I-F-T. As we talk more with Brandon here on AM 1290 KZSB and this program called Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. With New Paradigms for a New World, I'm Richard Dugan along with Brandon Beecham. And uh, he has a wonderful book that uh, we certainly hope that you will at least uh, check out to unlock more abundance where did so if this is where we came to to experience this where did we come from Mm. well uh, great question Uh, (laughs) so i believe and many others i think are having experiences where they're tapping into as they sort of play with these ideas um what i found is uh you get shown more I mean, I have people around me and I'm sure you've come across some of these things, but, you know, I mean, I'm living with someone currently who in the last few weeks has had full blown connection with cosmic consciousness for the first time in their life. You know, mm. a friend of mine who, who, uh, travels well-known energy healer. He's, uh, on, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's new documentary on Netflix about this. He used to, used to travel with Tony Robbins as his personal energy healer came over, worked on my friend. She you know, started contorting and experiencing things that, you know, she's like, I was merged with everything. So it's one of these things where whether through meditation, whether through some energy work, whether through, um, you know, breath work, whether through plant medicines, uh, people are having more and more connection to something beyond themselves. And they're all coming back, you know, pretty much with the same story. Oh my gosh, I'm one with it all. I am it. It is me. I, I, I built this place. I just have amnesia to the fact that I built this place. And so where we, we go to is where we've always go to and come, you know, we come and go, you know, we're back to, 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 to the starting point, which is, you know, merging back into non-physical. There's a great book by journey, uh, called journey of souls. Have you heard of it? Uh, sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Journey of Souls. Michael Newton. He also wrote Destiny of Souls. Yes, he, I, Life Between Lives. Yes, I've had the pro. Yep, I've actually yep. been through the hypnosis. Ah, wow! How was your experience? It was phenomenal from the standpoint of how I felt and still do to this day feel about my past life, the one right before this one. Ooh, I could. Could you? Would you be willing to share? I've shared it many times on this program. It has to do with uh, me in the pioneer days. Uh, ah, I'm assu- you look like a pioneer. <laughs> I can so see it. I'm assuming in this country, uh, and uh, probably maybe the 1800s. Uh, not sure mm-hmm. which part of that century. Nonetheless, I had a farm, had a barn, and all this kind of stuff, and and uh, you know was uh, not far from town. Probably walking, if not uh, riding distance. And uh, one day, the the barn and the field caught fire. I also had a mm-hmm. cabin up in the hills. And uh, so I said, well, you know, no big deal. I, you know, I, I, I was probably in advanced years by that century's uh, reckoning, if you will. So sure. I went up to my cabin and I lived there for I don't know how long. One day, and, and uh, as I tell this part of it, I don't know why I always get into this other voice. I come outside the, uh, the, the cabin onto the porch and I pull up on a chair, sit down on the chair, Put my feet up on the rail, tip my hat back. And <laughs> that's a good life. And I left. I just wow. left. Wow. And it was. Uh, I was I was working the land uh, with my hands in Mother Earth. Uh, yeah, I had a plow and all that stuff, but you still had to plant by hand back then. There were no machines. Sure. sure. 
Sure. And uh, I love doing that to this day. I mean, I remember uh, 19 years of age in this lifetime, uh, took an aptitude test. And I never even thought about it at the time. And it came up farmer. I kid you not. I was born and wow. raised in Phoenix, Arizona, in wow. the heart of suburbia. And uh, that's what it taught me. It told me. Uh, based upon wow. the things, and I, I now I have, have we, my wife and I have chickens, and we have a dog and five cats. We, she has a greenhouse. I love uh, doing some planting for her of this, that, and the other thing. Love uh, taking care of the, keeping the brush down and all that kind of stuff when it's time to do that. There's just something about that just feels so good, uh, let alone digging in the dirt and all that kind of stuff. But uh, when I passed from the last lifetime, uh, I was told, of course, I read both books, actually. And, of course, you know, there's this period might stay earthbound for a while. Then there's the resting period. Who knows how mm-hmm. long that is because there's no time on the, uh, you know, in that period, that place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you reconnect with the cluster and then you go through a review of your life, your past life. And then you start going through educational programs, which I thought was fascinating. I think, it wasn't enough that I was down here learning, going to this school, and then I go there, and I got to <laughs> yeah. go back. And then, of course, they're encouraging you to come to come back. You don't have right. to, but they're not going to let up probably until you do, but it's still going to be your choice. And, of course, I did. I came back. Uh, and it was it, and, and the one thing I know a lot of people who uh, complain about hypnosis is that the uh, the person doing the therapy, I don't want to call them a hypnotist because that's more of the stage thing. No leading questions. It was more along the lines of what are you experiencing? What are you seeing? Mm. What are you hearing? Mm. What are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And so on mm-hmm. and so forth. It was wow. just really a, a very extraordinary experience. I encourage people to do it, whether you believe or not. And I will also share with you this real quickly here, and that is um, there's another book that I carry with me pretty much everywhere that I go. I, I could reach back in my doctor's bag and pull it out for you. Uh, it's called The Impersonal Life by, hmm. um, oh, now the, his name escapes me, Banner, James Banner, written in like hmm. the 30s. Oh, wow. And it was given to me when I was 21. And I carry it with me, had to have it rebound in a spiral binding. And it talks in one of the chapters about uh, um, reincarnation. Now, this, is, this book is written from the perspective of the supreme being, if you will, or God, talking to you. Mm. And in this chapter, he says, you think that you have lived other lives. That you, this, then it goes into the explanation of what you think you believe, blah, blah, blah. He says, but the reality is you are tapping into the lives of my manifestation over time. Mm. And so on and so forth. And I got to thinking about that in terms of this whole aspect of, you know, past life regression and so forth. And the whole mm-hmm. point, of course, is to tap into your past lives to learn some lessons, find out why you are maybe the way you are, why you're reacting to certain things the way you are. And I started looking at that explanation in Banner in Banner's book, In Personal Life, and what I realized was it didn't make any difference. Both yep. would be valid because the point is we're here to learn. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of, um, I, I reference in my book, the, the short story, The Egg by Andy Weir. You ever heard of this? I have not. Highly recommend it. You can read it in five minutes, 10 minutes. It's short. Um, they, actually, someone adapted it into a little, you know, um, YouTube short movie, short, if you will. Yeah, and, I love those. And did a really good job with it. And 
highly recommend checking out the egg mm-hmm. by Win- Andy Andy Weir, mm-hmm. and it it gives this idea of you know this guy he crosses over, he comes back, it's him and God, and he's like basically you know like okay, well you know um, you know what next? He goes well you know you're gonna go back, and the the only one in this universe is me and you. And what do you mean? What about all the and the, all the other people? <laughs> They're all you. <laughs> you play every role until you've grown enough to be born. <laughs> mm. You know, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's just like in the whole universe is an egg, and it's all just you interacting with you until you go you get to the next level. And that's you know you talk about like simulation argument, which I also um, you know uh, discuss in the book and this idea that we're in a simulation that more and more people like Elon Musk sort of subscribe to and more more big names are sort of getting on that bandwagon and and it's like well what what's the point of a simulation to learn in an environment that is safe right like if you're going to be a jet pilot they're going to put you in a simulator before they mm-hmm. send you up mm-hmm. and it's you know so we're in sort of a testing ground if you will to grow when for 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 the bigger show that comes with being God <laughs> as yeah. you, as you slide up the scale of experience, but really, you know, the important thing in all that is humility because it's all source. It's yeah. all the one yeah. and there's nothing that's superior to the other. It's all necessary for it to be. Well, uh, in order to show you the due respect you deserve, uh, we're going to wrap things up here because I know uh, you're up against a deadline as well. And I'm hoping that in the next minute or so we can do this. Uh, I have three final questions that I do like to ask my guests. And uh, uh, I will I will uh, um, set aside the uh, usual announcement uh, to our listeners and viewers uh, until another time so we can jump to these questions that I you may have answered during the program, but I would like to ask them to you directly. And the first okay. of those three, before I uh, ask that first one, thank you again for giving us so much time in here on the program and would love to have you come back again to talk more about this. The first question is, who is Brandon Beecham? Mm. You in another form. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? Raise consciousness and expand perspectives because we're only as strong as the weakest link and there's only one of us in the room. So once you understand this, the only game in town is, as Gandhi said, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. Why does it hold true? Because there are no others. (laughs) (laughs) And the final question, what is your life's purpose? What is my life's purpose? To experience to the fullest and remember the truth of who and what I am and help as many others as possible to do the same. Brandon Meacham, I thank you again, and I encourage our listeners to go to goldenkey.gift. Type in when you're checking out after you have uh, placed your order, as it were. Type in tell me, one word, T-E-L-L-M-E, into the uh, key code field, and uh, it's free. And then you will have the opportunity to set up your own key code that you can gift to others to go to the same website, goldenkey.gift. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. I thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next 
broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to Lal.